Sunday pour. It's championship week. Final four will be competing this Sunday to see who goes to Super Bowl, I believe, 55. Sounds right. In Tampa. We'll preview those games, give you some picks. But first, let me bring in my cousin. How are you? Uh, was that coffee you had in front of you? <laughs> no, that was I was tea. tea. I gotta, I gotta do something, man. It's killing me. I just gotta have something, and uh, I just need, like I need something in my hand at night. So I've been, I've been. Sometimes it's coffee. Sometimes it's tea. I'm actually glad you said tea because I, I feel like sociopaths drink coffee at like ten o'clock at night. Ah, I like coffee at night. Really? For and you just go uh, to sleep after you have your coffee? Well, here's the thing. I like coffee at night, but I got by like it used to be like at the diner. You know, like coffee at night at home is weird. Yeah, just okay. Because, I, I could buy it at the diner. Just because, like, I don't know, making a pot or even like I even doing a pod. It's just it seems like a little bit much. Like the tea, the tea is like a nighttime drink. Just uh, I think universally, right? Um, I guess I don't really drink tea. Yeah, I just need something. Like I, I, I'm always looking to have something in my hand, looking to take a drink or something, and I, I can't, I can't have the booze right now. So it's just uh, a lot of, a lot of tea, a lot of coffee too. But I got, I cut myself off like after five, really. And even five before, coffees? <laughs> no, no, no. After five p.m. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I, I probably have. I don't know how big that mug is, but I probably have. I don't know, twelve to eighteen ounce. I guess right, maybe eighteen ounces in that mug. Um, so I, I fluctuate in that. I don't always finish it, but I have an eighteen ounce of coffee during the day. Um, and then at like five, sometimes I'll get, I get a cup, but not always. And then I'm at some point, then it's just it's tea after that. I was actually thinking about cutting myself off from coffee for like a month. I mean, I, I've, I've no, I can't even think in those terms right now. Why, why you want? Why don't you want coffee? This is the most coffee I've ever drank in my life. I was never really a huge coffee guy. Yeah. And I just want to see if – I just want to see the side effects. It's like more of a science experiment. Why are you drinking so much coffee? I don't know. I just – more like a habit now. Oh, okay. I never used to drink it before work. I would have maybe a cup, mm-hmm. like a Keurig at like, a, like 11.30, maybe like an hour before the gym, just a little jolt. Okay, all right. Now, like – it's 50-50, not always, but I, I'm up early enough now with time to spare where I put, like, a pot on and I, I bury, like, two cups, two, three cups maybe. See, like, I've gone a, I've gone a day or two here and there without having a cup of coffee. Um, like, at a certain point in the morning, it's just like, ah, it's too far. I'll just drink water. You know, like, I just not my – if I'm at work, I don't, I don't have like, – at work, I don't drink the coffee at work. It's fucking disgusting. Um. <laughs> It's just gross, but uh, like I won't drink that. It's like, all right, if I didn't bring my coffee, I'm not gonna go out. Like, it's whatever, I'm not gonna have it. So, but I, anyway, I know people who like if they don't have their cup of coffee in front of the program, the Greek, he gets like yeah. headaches. He gets headaches if he doesn't have his coffee. See, that's what I'm worried about. I want That's why I want to do the experiment. I want to see if I, I think, would get those headaches. I think it'd be all right. Probably. Start do tomorrow, Friday. Do tomorrow. Maybe. All right. Maybe. <laughs> start start and yeah, then you, i know i'm gonna be back on saturday i want to do like i want to do like a little extended at least a week plus you're a big water guy i don't understand that why you get headaches from not having coffee i don't, I don't think i would if you're drinking water like you're hydrated like why are you getting headaches for i don't get i don't so the greek's anything. not a hydrator 
Probably kids got kids got to mix in a fucking Poland spring once in a while. <laughs> Come on, yeah. He used, it, he used to be an athlete. Uh, probably didn't even drink that much water back then. Unbelievable story. That's I mean, really. Like I showed my nephew who played golf with him over the summer. Uh, I, I told him I was like, you know, he's he was a Division one athlete. He's like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't believe it. And then I showed then I showed him the record the uh, the um, winless season. Show them the record books on the Iona Gales soccer website from from the last year he was there, and they didn't win a game. So now it makes sense. Yeah, now, now it makes sense to him. Perfect sense. I will you know, say this though: back to the coffee thing, yeah. it does. It is like a PED though. Like I do feel a jolt out of the gate. Huh. I don't. Feel, I, I don't feel anything. Oh, see, you you're too much into the game. You're like a jaded. You're just like too jaded from it. You're just if I numb. Drink, if I drink too much, like I'll feel like, all right, I had too much. Like not jittery, but like borderline jittery. But I just don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I drink it because I like it. I don't know. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I like. Oh, I do like some coffee. I, I like coffee fav- flavored like ice cream or gelato. Oh yeah, nice. But actual yeah. coffee, I drink it black. It's just fuel. Like two cups, boom. Yeah. I do like how sometimes not to be too, you know, crass, but flushes you out. That's like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. That's like my favorite part of it in the morning. Okay, it's just the lightest you're gonna feel all day, man. All right. I not that not that like if I don't have coffee like eleven o'clock I'm walking around like a zombie. Like you snap yeah. out of it, you have a little bit of water and you you're, you know you, you man up. Like, but it it does give you a little bit of a p. It's like a PD man. It gives you a jolt right out of the gate. At least with me. I've done the fuel thing before, but it's not just like a regular cup of coffee. I I there was a time. I don't know. I think it was when the maybe when my daughter was first born. I wasn't getting much sleep, and I would go to work and I would get three shots of espresso on ice, mm-hmm. and just just like a mind eraser, just suck it down in three seconds. Yeah, that, that's how I am with all coffee. That's fuel. I mean, and that's I forget if it was three or four. Like I, like I maybe, maybe upped it one day, but there was one day where it got me. I'm like, this is the closest I felt to being on coke <laughs> coffee like i was like wired man i and it's probably something to do with the lack of sleep and in drinking you know that much that, that espresso that quickly but i was like my eyes were just not blinking <laughs> it was yeah it was intense it was intense well, yeah. So I do it strictly from just a fuel. Okay, all right. Like the exact opposite of my wife. She'll sit there with a cup of coffee and just milk it, man. Oh uh, yeah, milk um, it. Yeah, no, I I can't microwave coffee. I just like if if it gets to a certain point, it's, it's I'm dumping it. I'm either chugging it or dumping it. That's that's it. It's like French fries. Can't microwave them. Wait, nah, 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 I can't. Can't do it. Not for me. But uh, yeah. yeah, I like. We talked about this in the show before. Like, I like all kinds of coffee. Like, gas station coffee is great to me. Like, it's fucking great to me. I'm not. I'm the far. I'm the furthest thing from a coffee snob. Like, I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not a. I don't need like a French press, freshly crushed beans. I'll take nah. it. I'm sure it's good, but you know, and and I appreciate the fact that it's a better, silkier, whatever, smoother cup of coffee. I appreciate that, but it's like I just like that that New York uh, cart. With that little Greek cup, cup of coffee, it's, it's perfect to me. Pop open the little lid. Yeah, yeah. Little lid action, yeah. And I got to have the pop open one, too. I hate the ones that are the little hole. They're just like a little oval hole with nothing covering it. Or even yeah. that, even if there is something covering it, I need the 
like I think Dunkin' Donuts has those where it's the hole, but they have the flap that you poke in and it comes. Yeah. I I gotta have the one that's just a flat cover and that one and like the little lip comes up. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. It's, what you all, mean. One, it's all one piece, basically. Yeah, it was like that. You, that that's what I'm a snob about is the cover. <laughs> are you are you anti Starbucks? No, I've done Starbucks. It's not my favorite, but I'll do Starbucks though. Okay, yeah, I like the I like the local coffee place around here, and I I actually only get ice when I buy it out. If it's regular coffee, if it's if I want like a hot cup of coffee, I just make it because to me it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I just rather just make it here, and then when I go out, like treat myself. You know, like in the summer, I get like an iced. So yeah, the yeah. ice, ice are refreshing. Yeah, it's nice. Though I suck those down too. I get a large one. Boom. I I, I, I like, I like the instant gratification, man. Because maybe it's just like an addictive personality or something. I just need I need it right in into me, injected into my veins. I, I hear, want no, it. That's where this whole conversation started. Was me not being on the drink. And I just need to have something next to me that I can drink, you know, at night. That's, you know. Just to do the muscle memory. You don't want that's, to lose. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And the, the, the te- I, go, I go and it's not until – I just talked to the doctor today. Update everybody. The beginning of February. It's the uh, – I think it's the 7th. 6th or 7th. I'm going in. And that's – What's it? Super Bowl? It's not a weekend. It's got to be a weekday, right? No, it's a weekday. Yeah, yeah. All right, so probably – I think the Super Bowl is the 7th. Oh, the ninth then? I don't remember. I got it written down someplace. I won't go on yeah. down to Sunday. But anyway, yeah, I'll uh, – after that, hopefully get the okay, and then uh, we'll see what's going on. Back in action. Yes, back uh, – yeah. Yeah, it's getting bad. So I just want to – I want to just like – yeah. Doing a dry um, January, that's all. I want to yeah, – that's the last, last thing I want to do. I just want to pound a beer so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. I got yeah. that's the irony of the whole fucking thing, is I got I don't know like I got like a half dozen bottles of wine for Christmas. I got a bottle of tequila. I got a bottle of brown. I got, I got so so much booze for Christmas. And the last time I had a drink was on Christmas Day. And I got all all this fucking beautiful shit staring at me every night. I'm like, all right. Well, the positive is it would all be gone by now. So that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I'm ready for the next lockdown. I guess. Um, yeah, so oh, that'll, that'll be good. Get back, get back on the, uh, is it on the wagon? I always forget. I always fuck up that on the wagon, Seinfeld, on the Seinfeld did a bit about that. I don't know. If he did it. Didn't they do it in the actual show? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's on the wagon or off the wagon. How do you think? On the, the wagon news? means you're sober. Oh, see, it makes no sense. I know. Off the wagon means you're, oh your God, he's off the wagon. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I'm on the wagon, but I'm in like a side cart. Like I'm, I'm looking at all those people who need to be on the wagon. Like you just keep doing what you got to do up there, pal. I'm getting off this fucking ride as soon as I can. Yeah, you're walking next to the wagon. That's yeah, even better. I don't want to be sitting down. I don't want to get too comfortable on the wagon. No, 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 no. Did um, you watch any of the inauguration on uh, when what was it Wednesday? Yesterday? What was it yesterday? I made I made two failed attempts to put it on. One one time I put and this is on Twitter like you could just watch it. Okay. I don't know, yeah. NBC. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I saw A Rod had to shut it off. That bothered me. That was number one. Yep. I was just like I I couldn't I can't even hold it in when I see him. I was just like of course, of course he's there. Like why yeah. wouldn't just has to be. He was at Kobe's funeral a year ago. Like he's got to be there. Uh, he's yeah. Be there. Yeah. I, saw I, mean, somebody... I know J Lo was there, but still, just <sighs> fucking guy. And then uh, I saw I somebody. 
Go ahead. I saw, I saw somebody tweet that he was our modern day Forrest Gump, Arod, because he's just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think I would take. I think I would take Forrest Gump in a big spot, but <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Huge. You could, he could return my puns any day. Yeah. Uh, there's no no way Arod saving the tenant Dan's life. Oh no way! <laughs> no, no shot. Way. Although Lieutenant Dan was not happy about that, he's le- <laughs> true. True, <laughs> it's fair, I guess. Uh, and then, I, and then, so then I tried to go back and watch the speech that Biden made. I just got bored and shut it off. Yeah. I'm a bad American, you know. I'm just a terrible. I don't think so. American. I didn't watch a second of it. Oh, okay. I didn't watch one second of it. I, to me, it's like the, all the pop and circumstance, the tap, like patting each other in the back, like. I don't need to watch that. Get to work. All right. Go sign your executive orders. Just go, 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 go in the, get in the office, get in the office, get to work. I got to be get, honest. Pump, like I saw some him. of the, I saw some of the pictures from it and yeah. you know, it shouldn't be a surprise. Cause I don't know. I've been alive for a bunch of these now, Yeah. but the, the ceremony and just like the spectacle they make, yeah. it's like, it feels, it feels, it feels like Royal family ish. And I'm the first one to talk shit about those people. Yeah, it does. I mean, you bring all the celebrities and and it's, just, and it's a lot of cheering on and it's a big, I don't know, it's like not like look look at us, look at me. It's a circle I, jerk. Yeah, uh, it's not. Again, you're politicians. Like you work, you work for me. Get the fucking work. Like I don't need, and that was a big reason I didn't like Donald was because he kept t- telling me how great he was. Like I'll be the fucking judge by how great you are, motherfucker. I don't need you to tell me how great you are. Yeah. Right? And, so, and by the way, it's not just him. It's not, this is not a political thing, a Trump thing. Anybody comes up to me and tells me how fucking good they are, I'm skeptical right off the bat. Oh, I'm the oh, best yeah. at this. I'm so good at this. Uh, okay. I, right then and there, you, I'm, I'm on my defensive. Like, all right. Not only, do I think, not only do I think you're full of shit, but I, I want to prove that I'm better, better than you or whatever the fuck you're talking about. Just give me, just give me a chance. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but that's all that is yesterday. It's like, uh, I mean, celebrating a political win is just gross. Like you're a politician and pol- you, all right. So you, you know, you won the, you won the popularity contest this time around. Don't fuck it up. Go in there, get to work, do, do what you were elected to do. And, uh, you know, make the country better, make the country stronger, make it healthier, figure it the fuck out. We got a lot of fucking problems around here. I don't need, uh, I don't need to see Lady Gaga. I don't need to see Katy Perry. I don't, you know. Katy Perry was there? She was there, like, for the night thing, I think. Oh, there was but a I, night thing? <laughs> yeah. They, what a yeah, rage. I mean, what was this, Coachella? <laughs> well, there's always, like, a presidential ball, like, the night of. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a dinner or something? Yeah, I don't know exactly what they did. She was singing. She sang the fireworks song during fireworks. Um, but, I mean, like, <laughs> okay. I don't know against these people. Like, I love Lady Gaga. She's fucking great. She's Italian. Me too. Big was, Lady Gaga fan. And yeah. she was in The Soprano. So, she's a big fan from the start, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, it's big, big points. I don't know many of her songs, but uh, she's Italian. So, I, I like that. Poker face. Right. Uh, yes, I know that. I know that one, yeah. Um, and there's nothing against these people, but it's just, uh, you know, I don't care. Doesn't doesn't phase me in the least. Yeah, the celebrity angle kind of it's a little lame. And I can see why people get fed up with that. Like, oh, well, I, well, I don't need to hear the celebrities' political stuff. I mean, you don't need to. Just fucking do what I did and shut it off. 
Yeah, you don't have to watch it. It's fair. I didn't watch a fucking second of it. I watched yeah. actually. Believe it or not, I watched a little bit of like the Trump farewell in the morning. Oh yeah. And then I was like, I was like, I don't need to watch the news today. Like this is all. This is he's he's out of there. And uh, I just this is that's a luxury of not having that guy in office. Is that I don't need to watch the political stuff. Like I I could I could read what I want to read. I could I keep up with what I want to keep up with. But I don't need to have like that. Uh, you know what's th- what's today's disaster gonna be? <laughs> what's the next nah. thing? So no, nah, that's what Twitter's for. Twitter will keep you updated. Uh, that's a terrible place to get your news from. But yeah, it's one place to kind of yeah. Out. But at least you could research it. You could you can go to different outlets and search out like. And, I, think, I mean, if you're if you're using one source, if you're using one Twitter yeah. account for your news, yeah, that's as bad as watching one of these networks. But I actually know, think, it at least allows you to search out. I actually think Twitter's a good way to kind of gauge. Um, like the pulse of what's going on in the world, not the world necessarily, but what's going on in certain aspects. Like you can get, like you can see what people are feeling about, like Twitter was where I knew Donald was going to, I had a really, a really good shot to win. We had a lot of support on Twitter and that, and then there was two, two like real life events that I was like, okay, this guy's got it. He's not a joke. Like he's got a real shot to win. People need to take him seriously. Otherwise he's going to win. And he did win. Um, and I don't know if I got the same pulse this time around with Biden, but in, in, in some things it could be sports, whatever, you know, you can get, that's like, I get the pulse of Yankee fans a lot on Twitter. Yeah. And like Yankee fans love A-Rod and that boggles my mind. And, and like Young, Yankee, younger Yankee fans. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, certain other guys like, like Clint Frazier is a big, big hit on, and I like Clint Frazier, but he is like a pseudo celebrity on Twitter from Yan- with Yankee fans. Like they love that guy. Like I can get, I can engage certain things from Twitter. That's a, to me, that's what Twitter is good for. And, and it'll point you in the right direction, at least to what you should be kind of paying attention to. Not should be, but like what you could be paying attention to. Like, all right, is this worth my time? And you kind of find out what it is and you kind of go do your research from there. Um Yeah. But yeah, don't start listening to the people on like random people on Twitter. <laughs> no, nah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I always considered like the people on Twitter to be uh, the small majority. Or is it small, maybe small minority, small. I always considered them to be a small majority, like a sm- the small number of people, like the capital people, for example, like chat room people. Yeah. But maybe, it, maybe they're a little bit larger than I thought, than I thought. Well, I mean, it is a listen. The, the whole thing with the capital people is that they had the right amount of numbers, and nobody was ready for it. So that, I mean, there's nobody there to stop them. So if you have like one security guard on his heels, you know, and, and you had a few hundred or a thousand people there, whatever it was, I mean, it's going to be a problem. If they if they had the security that they had this week, that that group that same group wouldn't have made the same headway, you know. Um, but I don't think that's the majority of people either, the people that are storming the Capitol. I think there's a good number of those people. Yeah. Uh, and as far as, like, Twitter being I, – I, like I said, it's, it's, it's not a majority at all. It's just – it's a sampling. Do we know how many people have a Twitter account? I mean, people. I mean, the, the amount of bots and fake accounts. Yeah, it's a thing, yeah. You know. I mean, I have a couple accounts and like a couple I have never touched, like or one that I haven't. I'm touched just wondering years. how many. Uh, well, that's maybe that's a bad way to phrase it. How many Americans are on Twitter? 
Uh, that's like my that's my only really social media. What per, what, per, what what percentage of Americans are on Twitter daily? That's the question, probably. I think we had to narrow it down. That's that's what okay. daily. Percent, yeah, percentage of Americans who are on there daily. Is twenty percent um, high? I think so. Okay, twenty percent seems like a lot. Yeah, true. Because you got to factor in older people and younger people who probably think like Twitter's outdated or whatever. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a good number of older people on Twitter and a good number of younger people who are just like, I don't want anything to do with social media. Younger people being like thirties and forties, not 22. Yeah. I think, I think every 22 year old has every social media account, at least in my mind. They're yeah. If anything, they have Twitter, but it's like fifth on their list. You have the TikTok and Instagram. Is that the top ones? Yeah, uh, Instagram, I can't get – I don't understand the point of Instagram. I don't – I think pictures. You're scrolling through pictures like you're five years old. I think that um, it, what, Facebook owns Instagram and what's, what's, WhatsApp. And I, ha- I have both of those. I, I want to get rid of everything Facebook. But Facebook will not let me delete my account. I mean, I, dis- I, I probably have an account on Facebook still, but I dis- disabled it or whatever. It's probably still floating around, but – Whatever. I tried to delete it, and they won't let me. It's fucking miserable. They want my photo ID for me to sign back on. It's bullshit. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm not saying, yeah, that motherfucker. Fucking Zuckerberg. I got rid of Facebook at the perfect time. Top three. I was three. like 2014, maybe. Perfect. Top three. <sighs> that's probably when I stopped going on. I mean, I haven't been on in a long time, but. Zuckerberg's top three people. I just want a clean shot in his face. Just one punch. Zuckerberg has He's a lot. Top, yeah, has a top, lot of people top, who want to punch Zuckerberg. Top three. Yeah, he's a sniffling. Yeah, you know, he's a sniffling little. That's the shit. kind of list. That's I don't. I'm not a big like list guy. Like if you do a if you do a podcast and you're doing like oh my top five favorite Scorsese movies or some shit like that. Like all right, sometimes you gotta just kind of kill some time. That's the list I want. Top three or five people that you want to just deck in the face. One free shot in their fucking jaw. I'd have to sit down and really think hard about that list. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, how many people like in your actual life make that or are in the, in the, on the short list and how many people are just random celebrities? Or, that's a, yeah. That's another factor to take, take into account. <laughs> or, yeah. Or is it one guy like from high school that you, that you wanted to hit that you never had the chance to hit? That's a, a case to not have Facebook right there. Oh man, because you would you'd be you'd be seeing that random guy. You know, if you're on Facebook every day, you'd be seeing him once a day, posting a picture with him, his family. It's like, ah, this fucking guy still sucks. My, All these years later, my high school posted an Instagram picture this week or a week ago, um, and I was in it like from my height, from my height, like from 1998 when I was in high school. And a friend of mine sent it to me and was like, check this out. And so whatever, sent me on like this rabbit hole. I've never felt older, by the way, than going on to Instagram and looking at this picture and seeing yeah. like, like people I knew from high school, like their kids liking the picture. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I had to oh. That's brutal. <laughs> I don't feel old often. Like I, don't, I hate people do that kind of shit. Like, oh, I feel so fucking old. Like, no, nah, fuck you, man. But like there, uh, for a minute, I was like, oh, okay, that's a, little, that's a little pang of just, all right, I'm getting up there a little bit. That's just a, it's a little note to me that you are actually, in fact, getting older. 
But uh, it sent me that. It sent me in a rabbit hole. I was talking to the friend who sent me, and I had and played baseball with him. And he had mentioned a few people, and he's like, oh, this one kid, his Facebook is a trip. I was like, all right, I got to check it out. And it sent me, in a, and I went on my wife's account to, like, look through these Facebook accounts. So I ended up, like, on his friends list going up and down, like, looking for this kid. And I'm like, the amount of people in this friends list that I would just not – I don't want to be – I would not want to know what they're doing now was, like, 93%, 95%, 97%. Like every kid probably I, had like 700 friends. I'm like, why are you friends with this guy? Like, I didn't say, like, I know for a fact you didn't say six words to this piece of shit in high school. And now you're friends with him on Facebook. Like, why? Yeah. It makes fucking sense to me. Why? We're so, li- people are so liberal with the people that they're allowing to be their friends on Facebook. It doesn't, it, 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 it takes the meaning out of the word friend. Like, I don't care. A lot, a lot of friends, little friends, your friends fucking better call you once in a while or a fucking text message once in a while. That's a friend. Not like, oh, look what, look what Bill's doing. He's, uh, he's, you wouldn't let 94% of these people in your home that you're friends with on Facebook. No, that's no, absolutely, absolutely not. I don't even want them on my sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, let's, let's please, can we just, can we just heighten our standards a little bit? The, the, yeah, the, you know, the, like the tipping point with me with Facebook, and I got out just before the political stuff really ramped up, so I feel like I was out like, at the right time. Okay. But remember, when, remember when you were growing up, and like once in a while, maybe once a year, like the big bulky, those big bulky photo albums would come out, and you'd look at pictures? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, you were always at, like, at a family member's house, like your grandmother's or something. Yeah. All right? And that was something you did maybe once a year. And even halfway through that book, you'd be like, start flipping fast. Like, enough of this shit. Enough of this shit. Where am I? Facebook. Yeah. Facebook is that for people that you barely know. Like, they're posting the most intimate moments of their life. Uh, Weddings. Births of children. Graduation. Mothers in the delivery rooms. Like, I don't need to see that, man. Like, nobody nobody wants to. It's so, it's uncomfortable. That was when I had to, like, when, like, people I knew from high school, like, getting married and stuff and having kids, I was like, this is weird. This is (laughs) weird, man. Like, these are people I'm never going to talk to. I'm never going to talk to. Yeah. Again, I don't need to see these moments in their lives. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. It's a weird, weird place to be, and it's a, it's weird how open people are to to sharing every inch of their excuse me, every inch of their lives. It's weird. Yeah, like when they go on vacation and shit. Like I want their houses to get robbed so bad. They do that shit. At you don't let air- people know your house is unattended at, at the airport. I'll be back for a week and a half. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, you know you need to rob the house. You can go, you know, put up shop over there. <laughs> yeah. Just go hang out for yeah. a couple weeks. Our pitbull, our pitbull, uh, is at a uh, doggy daycare too. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Instead of watching the inauguration the other day, I actually put on the Tiger documentary. Oh, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was better than I thought. It, it was better than I thought it was going to be. To be honest with you. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I, I, beyond, like, I remember how good he was before the accident, <laughs> before he got caught. I well, it was an accident. It was, yeah, it was both. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. You call it the accident. You're kind of burying the lead there. But uh, before he got caught and uh, 
Yeah, the accent I, sounds like an alibi. I kind of forgot how good he was when he came back after that and then he got hurt again. Like to, to me, it was the accident and then he hadn't really been good for a while. But I forgot he did rebound a bit and, and did regain world number one after that. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't remember that at all. And then I do. Rem- I do remember that when he, like, they showed where he took the swing and kind of went down because his knee was all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do remember that tournament where he just had to pull out after a couple holes or whatever it was. But uh, uh, yeah, so it was it was good, man. It was really good. It reminded reminds you of how good he was, and reminds you of how lucky we were to have watched that guy, that guy's entire career. And here he is, forty five. With uh, his three major short of Jack's record, and it'll be a miracle if he gets it. But you know, yeah, he's not. I don't. I think he's ship has sailed. Redemption story, though. Really, redemption story. Yeah, yeah, rede- for sure, for sure. You know, everything coming full circle. I'm not counting um, out those three majors, by the way. No, enough. He's four, he's 45. I think he's always a threat to win the Masters. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the easiest. Not easy, but I think that's the best tournament for an older because Jack won it in '86 when he was, I think he was older. He might have been like 48 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's just a course that you play every year. You're int- intimate with that course, and you know every nook and cranny of it. And if you catch fire and you feel good for four days, I feel like any older guy can win that one. I feel like the British Open is going to be winnable um, certain years. It's those are tough courses, but if they're playing easy, like the weather is nice, and you're not getting some of those uh, those tough winds that are known for it. Yeah, there's always the pop bunkers and the and the rough, but those are wide open courses. If you get the right course and the right year, I mean, um, what was it maybe five years ago? Uh, what's his name? Tom Watson was in contention until Sunday. So I just feel yeah. like I, I feel like those tournaments that they play. Um, if the course is playing relatively easy, I, I feel like older guys have a chance. Um, U.S. Open will be tough. Those courses are always impossible, long, and the rough is ridiculous. I mean, you saw what uh, well, what Br- Bryson did this year, and he just basically – I mean, he was hitting 900-yard drives, and that's what – he kind of hit his way through with the obstacles there. Um, that Tiger's not going to have that kind of game in him anymore. The PGA, I think, is a toss-up. I don't think he went to PGA, but, I mean, again, I mean, that's just uh, – there's no real defining characteristic of the PGA, just whatever, wherever they throw it every year. Um, so, I, I just – I feel like with the Masters, he might, he might have one more left in him. And if he gets a second one along the way, I mean, he's Tiger. He's not – I don't see him ever giving up the dream of getting to 18. So, I'm not counting him out. It's, it's a long shot, but I'm not counting him out. Yeah, I mean, I thought I didn't think he was going to win another one after this whole, all this went down. But I, and he did win the matches. Obviously, it was at twenty nineteen. Yep. So I guess it, he's got a shot. I just don't think it's happening. Yeah, uh, Jack won his last at forty six. Forty six. So. And that was and that was the Masters. He was the oldest Masters winner. So I, I'm not. Is he still the oldest Masters winner? Yeah, I believe he is. All right, well, that's another thing to shoot for. Another thing to shoot for, Tiger. Is Billy Payne still the chairman? I don't know. You guys... I, I, I forgot. That's something I had forgotten all about. That fucking clown. Yeah, so what happened was... Uh, <laughs> what an asshole. After uh, Tiger got 
Tiger got caught. He went back to his first one back to the Masters. Billy Payne gets up there and he starts out like scolded him. He did <laughs> scold. Yeah, I, I forgot totally about it. I was like, "Where is he going with this?" And and he he was like, "Well, you know, we were aware that Tiger's come back or whatever." And then he was yeah. Then he absolutely just scolded out for his behavior, and it's like, "Fuck you, Billy Payne!" Like Augusta National wouldn't allow you know women or or minorities in the course until like within your lifetime. So let's not go scolding people. It's not. Those who live in glass houses, Billy. Yeah, grand staging. Yeah, Jeez, was, you try being Tiger Woods for five minutes, asshole. See, yeah. see how difficult it is yeah. not to bang waitresses in random parking lots five minutes from your house. And it's not church, easy. That was a church. It was a church parking lot. By the way, that was the one part that disturbed me about that whole thing was the tabloid aspect of the whole thing. How they, uh, I. I I don't like it, but like I get stalking tiger. Oh, that a, shit happens all the time. I hate, it makes you got to be so careful when you're when you're that, that famous. That makes me so uncomfortable, though. Just the people who do those things. And that makes me uncomfortable. Them doing it to tiger. The fact it's that they, they followed him into a parking lot where he where he had sex with somebody, and then they picked up her tampon, which is just fun. like you are scu- you are scuzzballs. <laughs> you are disgusting people. Like what? That is, is wild. That is a wild move. Like if you're picking up a tampon and your reaction is anything less than what am I doing in my life? If you're picking up a tampon and like yes, I got that skank's tampon. Yeah, like, what you, is that like, guy making? Not enough. Not enough. No way you're making enough to do that. Like, like following around, following around, like those tabloid people following around Rachel Yucatel and like Elon like with her kids. Like that makes that, those people don't want to punch in the face. Yeah. You're, you're a terrible person. You're that 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 woman. You know, say what you say, say what you will. Like we're all Tiger fans and shit. But that woman went through like that. She was she did not ask for that. She not you know she that's tough for her to deal with. And then she's got her two kids to think about. And then the paparazzi is right there, with the camera rolling, asking her how she's doing. <laughs> you are you are not her friend, man. Get the fuck away from her and let her let her live. You have to Tiger. He, you know. That's fine. Yeah, it's a weird job. What do you call? I mean, it's not journalism. Like, what is it? What are you uh, doing? That's like gossip, got, gotcha, gossip stuff. Yeah. Again, it makes me uncomfortable to go go after Tiger, but I get that on some level. It's not cool, but it's whatever. Going after yeah. the women, going after the women like that is fucking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the only thing Tiger did wrong was have a family. Like everything else he was doing was exactly what you'd expect a a guy at that level who's that famous to be doing. Yeah, like oh, yeah. he's having crazy sex parties in Vegas with ten women. If he was David yeah. Bowie, if he was David Bowie, he'd be celebrated for it. Right, he was living like a rock star. He just had this clean cut image of being a family man with the wife and the two kids and the dogs yep. and the family portrait. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't quite exactly what he was doing. So it's like, I remember when this came out, it actually made me like Tiger. I used to kind of root against them. And when this came out, it was like, oh, I mean, all right, he's a human being. I mean, it sucks for his wife and kids, and the marriage is most likely over, which it was. But, I mean, he, that's the only thing he – it was morally wrong. He didn't do anything. It wasn't like OJ. He wasn't accused of murder. He, he didn't, you know – Yeah. He was, didn't break any – he didn't break any laws. Yeah, it was – it was – yeah. It's not, like the public outrage is always, always pissing me. I know, like, Bill Burr does a great – and then showed it actually in the documentary. Yeah, that's his best bit ever. That's his Schwarzenegger bit, man. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that's his best bit ever when he goes into the Schwarzenegger bit about 
gold digging horse bringing down uh, power, great men, powerful <laughs> men. Um, but yeah, I, the, the public outrage is like, oh, it's terrible behavior. It's like, relax, man. Jesus Christ. Let's go in your fucking closet and see everything you've done wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the best reaction to it was the, like his, was his father's buddy, the golf pro uh, from the Navy golf course. The white dude? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. like, yeah, he was like, he he had the best reaction to it because it was the most, it was the most legit, like, the, like the you know the guy with the bow tie and the glasses in this thing. Oh yeah, the worst, he the worst. Like he was, yeah, that guy uh, straight was, out of center. It was almost may as well have been an actor. He was, he that. was the biggest scumbag. And, <laughs> yeah, in the Tiger Woods documentary about Tiger Woods banging porn stars and Perkins waitresses, this guy was the biggest scumbag. In the, in the whole documentary, because he got off on it. He got off on nailing Tiger. He got off on Tiger getting caught red-handed. He got off on blowing the guy's life up in fucking National Enquirer. Guy loved yeah, it. Yeah, I don't understand that stuff. You're, like, a, scum, what, you're a scumbag, Bowtie. Like, listen, once this stuff comes out, I'll dig in and I'll see. I remember when it came out in, like, the post or, I don't know, one of those papers, all the yeah. text messages yeah. he exchanged. Like, I'll read it and I'll get into it. But for you to be the actual person uncovering it, yeah. I mean, it makes me a hypocrite, probably, but whatever. But yeah. for for you to be the actual one that's like blowing up someone's life like that and blowing up their spot, yeah. Like Even, if I had, like if I had seen Tiger Woods doing something like that, and let's say I'm in Vegas, I'm in, I probably would never get close enough to Tiger Woods. But if let's say I saw him at when he was married, you know, uh, you know, doing some dudes doing lines of coke off strippers' tits or something, like <laughs> whoa. <laughs> I would not I like I would like tell I would like tell a few friends about it and stuff, but I wouldn't call up a fucking newspaper and be like, You gotta nah, break nah, the story. No. Nah. I wouldn't blow up a spot like this. Again, tell a few close people, but yeah. that's it. You don't do that to a guy, man. Yeah. What happens in Vegas? Um, yeah. It's uh and you get off on it. Even when this came out, it's just very uncomfortable to read about somebody's personal life like that. And it kind of is uh, once follow- it's out i don't mind i'll read it but I like to follow along with it as it happens and kind of watch the guy's life fall apart like, that's really that makes me uncomfortable like the whole tablet aspect of it like we just got talking we got talking about facebook people were showing all their shit on facebook it's yeah just, uh, i don't need this i don't need to see all the gritty details of all this stuff um people eat it up though people love the celebrity gossip uh, there's two mvps of the i could think of two mvps of the documentary, I think. Talk about talking heads or just in general? In general. One guy did one guy was quoted but didn't make an appearance um talking. One guy was one guy was interviewed talking. Jordan. Jordan was number one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember actually when this first broke and they talked about uh like the crew Tiger used to roll with, like yeah. Jordan and that. Yep. And they said like he was very like awkward, like kind of out of place, and he yeah. shouldn't, even though he shouldn't have been. Yeah. So that, like the Jordan quote about, you know, yeah, I, remember, t- I think that exact story came out when this program's like Tiger asking Jordan what to say to these chicks, and he's like, "Dude, just tell me Tiger Woods. Like, <laughs> you don't have to do, you don't have to do anything, man. You, yeah. you, you like you have a you have like one of the biggest. There's like you know maybe." There's like a handful of dudes who have this where they don't have to do any work to get women. And you're one of them. Yeah. Like just enjoy the yeah. ride. Yeah. 
What a terrible, what a, what a, I mean, to be the third wheel with, with Jordan Barkley, really the two worst influences I could think of. Like, yeah, how do you not, chance. how do you not know? Also, what a great story. I, what a great story I would have been, like, just the three of them in Vegas. Like, it's an incredible crew to run with. Incredible. Yeah. It's amazing he doesn't have more problems after yeah. hanging out with those yeah, two. Imagine he doesn't have, like, a drinking problem or. Well, he does. Well, he did. Well, he did. He had a, he had a drug problem, and he does gamble. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't. Was he really? He was a gambler, Tiger. Uh, I mean, like on the course, you know. Oh I well. Sure. I don't know how much that counts, but yeah. I know. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's at like the. I mean, he might play blackjack, but I don't think he's like known as like Jordan. Yeah, but he's at like the MJ level, where like, can you really have a gambling problem when you're that rich? Yeah. No. Well, when you're paying off your ex-wife, yeah, maybe. When you owe her, I don't know how mu- how many millions and only mistresses I, and stuff i don't know how much <laughs> at some point it's got to take a toll yeah but yeah he's uh i mean tiger's doing okay not to worry about tiger yeah no nah, i wouldn't worry about him who's your second mvp uh rocco mediate who again oh, just, Rocco still just, looks pretty good rocco just just showed up did what he was asked to do and walked away me liking him more you know, just just like yeah, he did he was that in it for like two seconds. Like I always liked Rocco. He showed up for that U.S. Open, battled Tiger all the way through, and I just I liked him more than I did. I always liked him, and I liked him a little bit more. And they, same thing, same thing. Watching this yesterday, um, he showed up. I always liked him. He said a couple things. And I liked him even more. He's like I called the devil, asking for some help. The devil was like, <laughs> I, already, I, already, I already got Tiger, man. Sorry. Yeah. My my MVP was Earl Woods, because I I always knew I always knew like there was a little bit of a you know he had his hands <laughs> on Tiger not literally obviously but you know he had his hands in what Tiger became yeah kind of like what's his face the uh, the Williams sister father what's his name Roger whatever yeah it is. movie Will Smith's playing him in a movie yeah oh really yeah oh yeah um, so I always knew there was that kind of influence there but. I think this documentary kind of brought to life just like he was a fucking dick. Um, what are you talking about exactly? Earl Woods? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why he's a dick, but what are you like alluding to? Ah, I mean, I think the biggest, first of all, like just cheating on the mother, like right in front of Tiger. Like, that was a mistake. Yeah. You do what you yeah. got to do, but I mean, Jesus, right? Like right in front of the kid, like out in the open. Yeah, and just um, I think I think like I understand like pushing him to play golf. You want him to play golf or whatever, mm-hmm. but like he did it like he like sa- he just he like he sacrificed all of his social skills like yeah. like to the point where he was basically a robot and Tiger was just his creation man. He was Doctor Frankenstein. Yeah, Tiger yeah. was his monster that, dude. That's and all Tiger. That's all. Go ahead. It's it's weird because would Tiger be like the assassin he is on the golf course without Earl? Probably not. It's fair to say, man. but he probably he probably would have been like a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Probably his mental health may have been a little bit better, like growing up and mm-hmm. as yeah. an adult. So I don't know. It's like yin and yang. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they touched on that whole Earl Woods playing mind games with them when he was younger, and they met, only mentioned it once where he did it on the yeah, court. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Well, that's like a sporting – that's like a coach's type thing. Yeah. But they, they only mentioned that once, like Tiger using it on the course and he used it against Phil at the Masters. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Where they hit a three wood, and Phil was like, you always hit a three wood that far? And he was like, usually further. Get, kind of get in his head. Yep. Um, but uh, you're right. I mean, if those chicks in Vegas were wanted to talk to him, all he could really talk to him about was the finer points of putting. You know? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's not really – with and my, Earl had game, man. He was a stick, man. He, but he just he passed none of that on to his son, man. He wanted it all for himself. He had a type. Hey, they both had types, man. There's one thing he passed down to him. Young blondes, apparently. Oh, man. <laughs> they like their young blondes. Yeah, well, the guy, the guy was uh, teaching. Like, he was, he was teaching, giving golf lessons, and is taking them back to the Winnebago for a drink. What kind That's of woman wild. is – what kind of woman is getting a golf lesson? I mean, Earl should be doing this. But what kind of woman gets a golf lesson? He's like, I'm going to spend some time in the golf course and then gets coerced or gets flirted with enough or, or falls for a guy and then goes bang him in a Winnebago. Yeah, he had, had the guy had a sharp tongue, man. Earl. <laughs> he, he knew he was doing something, man. I mean, I have a feeling that – or what, he died in 2006? If Earl Woods was around today, I don't know if Earl Woods would survive the Me Too movement. There was probably some unlawful shit that went down in those Winnebago's. It's pretty. It sounds. It sounds like. It sounds. It sounds illegal. Just when you hear sex in a Winnebago, like it doesn't sound on the up and up totally. Right next to the golf course where there's like this little kid practicing his golf swing and shit. Like something's wrong there. Yeah, that was creepy. They had that shot. And they like zoomed, like Tiger was a little kid putting around the green, and they uh, zoomed in the Winnebago. And you're like, you know, he's not in there. Like, they're not filming this at the time. He was like, Earl might have been taping this as, you know, at the time. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. But, you're like, but you're like, you're thinking, like, is Earl in there? Is he doing it right now? Like, did they tape mm-hmm. it as he was doing it? What's going on? And you're like, ah, it's really disturbing. Really gross. Yeah. So, Earl Woods, uh, I don't know, evil genius or monster, or both. A little bit of both, yeah. I mean, it's uh, you, you can't you can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs, you know. I guess, I guess so. Um, oh, and by the way, the the worst the the worst thing that Tiger did, where he just like he, where he like he needs all these guys, right? These rich, powerful guys. They get to a point, and they surround themselves, I'm sure, with a team, and it's a lot of yes men. Mm-hmm. You need to have at least one person, like whether it's a childhood friend or, oh, by, and by the way, um, I know they wanted to paint the, uh, the girlfriend from high school as like a sympathetic figure, but she was like, the fact that she was in his ear telling him like golf isn't everything and like you want to start a family one day, it's like, it's his career. Like you can't tell a firefighter, like, "Hey, fi- fighting fires and everything." It's like, yeah, but it's my job. I have to go do that. Well, one, one, I have. You can't tell uh, the guy's one of the greats of all time. You tell him golf is and everything. It just you, know, you got to read the room a little. Right bit. when he's starting it's, his career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to be. If you're going to be the best, you're going to be great at something. You have to be obsessive, and that's just right. I mean, if you're going to like. William Shakespeare was probably obsessed with writing his fucking plays. Um, yeah. The, the, the greats are obsessed with what they do, and that's, that's how you get to be the best. Um, so big mistake there. I, I guess 
what I didn't like, the one thing I didn't like, why the fuck does she still have that fucking letter? His letter that broke up with her in high school. Oh, why do you still have that fucking letter for? Because she knew, man. She knew. She knew she that, was going to be able to use that one day. That was like, why do you, why do you have this? Like, I guess, I guess at some point, if you know somebody you're going to high school with is going to be famous, you keep shit like that, but. Yeah. I think the relationship would have ended on its own without the parents interfering. Yeah. I, I, he would have reached a level where it was just, he would have had to choose golf over her. I mean, she's breaking his balls about that. And I'm, I don't know. I just feel like they didn't tell the whole story there. I feel like she was a little. Wait, let me off. tell you something. Like, she shouldn't have as big a role in this whole documentary as she did have. And I don't think, like, I don't think they overrated her. her. They overrated the whole thing. I agree. I don't think that, yeah, they, they use, they use a lot of her for, for, I don't know, to be, they had that one video of him like being goofy when he was in high school and shit. And yeah, I mean, we're all like that in high school. Right. And then you grow up a little bit and you got to take your shit a little seriously. And he was, he was, he was, like I said, he was obsessed. He was laser focused. He was not, he did not goof off, you know, in, you know, in his twenties, like we were goofing off in our twenties. He was not doing that. He was. Well, he said he was the best at compartmentalizing. Yeah. Yeah. He was like the best ever at that. Yeah. But like, I don't need her. I don't need her. I don't need Tiger's ex girlfriend, first girlfriend from high school, psychoanalyzing him 30 years after the fact. Yeah, I, I think you haven't known him since high school. You don't know him. You don't know him. Right. You right, don't have. Yeah. You, you can talk about him in high school a little bit, but I don't need to know what you think about him now. I don't. You know. I don't need to know what you think about what he did with his wife. I don't need to know what you think about his golf game. I don't care. You were the high school girlfriend. I don't know why they. I don't know why. And look, she's in a no one situation. I'm sure she's a nice person, whatever. But like. It, She's in, she's just not an authority on this. What's the problem with them? I don't want my prom date talking about me. My prom date was talking about me. Now she has no fucking idea who I was. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, it was just it was a little. Uh, they made her like a little bit. I don't mind. I didn't mind her being in the documentary. It just they they overrated too big, her a little. Too bit. big of a part. Yeah, and it, and it, I mean it was a tale as old as time, man. They were high school sweethearts. Maybe they started dating like junior senior year, mm-hmm. a year or two in college. You know, what was mm-hmm. it three year? They they said, and then they broke up. Mm-hmm. The way he broke up with her was fucking bizarre and weird. It just kind of showed how weird he was. But, like, it wasn't – we see it all the time. You know, you drift apart, you date in high school, and you break up in college. Like, it's not that rare. Yeah. It's not like she was – I don't think she was the one that got, got away or anything. It was yeah. just the, ran its course. Yeah. Um, but, no, what I, what I, getting back to my point, I'm what sorry. I was saying was – I, did, I, I surround, I derail you. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it was me. I did. It. Um, you you surround yourself with like a lot of yes men when you get to that point, right? Mm. I feel like you need at least one person, whether it's someone you grew up with, like high school friend, someone you've known since you were like five years old. It could even be a parent. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, who's gonna like just tell you to like go fuck yourself once in a while, or, or tell you that you know something's a bad idea. Mm. <laughs> The, the phone call that he had the chick Rachel make to his wife is one of the worst oh ideas. Oh, my God. That- <laughs> I mean, so that's where, that's, where he needs, that's where he needs the high school buddy to be like, he's got to run that by him, and he's got to sit him down and be like, nah, nope. <laughs> There's, that, is, that is the worst plan I have ever heard. There's got to be another way. You cannot put your mistress on your phone with your wife. 
I mean, it was, and, and the only way, the only speculation to that point was the inquire, which most people think is bullshit anyways. Right, 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 like right. Like you right, got right, away, right. you got away pretty scot-free. Like they yeah. even said, I think they were like him and the girl, Rachel were texting like, oh, they got away, you know, pretty easy. Like you can't, I mean, dude, from Australia, she's in a different country with him. He's standing next to her. Like you don't think, and they said it was a half hour phone call and his wife bought it. There's no way his wife, like her radar was still up after that phone call. Are you yeah. kidding me? Which, why are you texting her on Thanksgiving then? That's yeah, mind boggling. You, you, you got away by the skin of your nuts. You got to be toeing the line right there. Right? I mean, you just, you're not, don't be texting her all day on Thanksgiving. What are you doing? I know, right after you took your Ambien, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's just uh, really. Uh, he, he just, he thought, he thought, and they, they mentioned at one time when he was playing through the pain um, at that U.S. Open, he thought he was invincible. Mm-hmm. And it must have been the same thing, man. He just thought he was invincible, could get, could get away with anything. Well, he seemed like he was fairly, he was fairly careful, like, you know, going to Vegas and, I mean, regular people, you go to Vegas all the time. That probably raises, that should raise questions. I guess his wife, like, it seems like she was completely blindsided, had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. His mother had to have, Tiger's mother had to have a little idea about Earl, no? Probably. I I feel, I feel like a different time. She was, yeah. 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 Tiger's wife, not blindsided. They, they mentioned, um, some like the racial stuff, not to minimize it, but they they mentioned like they showed like how it was kind of a weight on Tiger's shoulders um, to be the voice of. I mean, because he's not 100% African American, but he is, you know, part African American. So it was kind of a, a weird weight to have on his shoulders, where, um, you know, he was the next, uh, what's like not spokesperson, but. You ambassador know, amb- yeah it's, I mean, it's the best way to say it. Like, a, like an ambassador for it and, and people look up to him to kind of be a leader in that community did they mention they didn't mention fuzzy zeller at all did they <laughs> no i was waiting for it that's like one of the first people i think of when i think of tiger i actually went back during the documentary to see what his comments were do you remember what he said oh yeah they, he tiger won the masters and the masters champion picks the dinner at the next year's um, like opening event, whatever it is. And yeah. Fuzzy, Fuzzy was like, it's great as long as you don't have fried chicken and collard greens or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't, it was, yeah, it was blatantly racist. Yeah. That's, and I, I always think of Fuzzy Zoller with Tiger. That's like my first memory of Tiger is, that was what, 97, right? Yeah. Masters when he won. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, men- no mention of Fuzzy though. No, I don't know. That, I don't, that was weird to me that they – I mean, they had Brian Gumble on there talking about it. It's weird to me they didn't bring that up because that, to me, that's, that just shows the um, the bullshit you got to deal with in, that, in, his, in, his, uh, in his position, right? He's, yeah. I mean, Fuzzy never had the kind of success, never came close to the kind of success that Tiger had. And he's there, you know, breaking chops. The kid just smoked everybody at, his own, at Fuzzy's fucking sport. And that's his fucking <laughs> comment. And I guess they made up for it, right? I guess Fuzzy apologized to him. They became. Oh, yeah. They, they like talked about it right afterwards. He told them, like, he was just fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's not. But I mean, if you're not friends with a guy and you say shit like that and it's not like known that you're, 
I don't know. I, I don't know if it's cool to ever Publi- say Well, no, he said it publicly. And it's yeah. just, I don't know. It was 1997. Maybe in, 2000, in 2020, you know, like you can't say that. Yeah. Comedians would get shit for saying that, and it's their job to say fucked up shit. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, Fuzzy just didn't read the room very well. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So, all right. Well, we got anything we want to cover before? I got something. I'll wait till the post show to ask you something. That's not. That right. It's not important. Not a long conversation. You want to touch on uh, the New York Metropolitans? <laughs> yeah, just quick, like from one sexual um, one sexual predator to another. Yeah, this this guy is far worse than Tiger. Okay, he's yeah. not going to get not going to get the publicity that Tiger gets, but. Just like, as awkward, think, just as awkward socially. Oh God, I mean, what's the most text in a row in your day you think you ever sent? Because we've all been ghosted by a chick before. Mm-hmm. We think things are going well. I mean, what's the most you think where you finally had to throw the towel and be like, "Oh, okay, I see what I see what's happening there." With like a girl I knew, not like a first, you know. Not texting her for the first time. A girl like you're kind of pursuing, you know, you're, you're, you're. Is she friendly? Is she a little is flirting? She, is she flirting? Has she flirted back with me at all? Or am I just. My, mildly, mildly. But it's more, I mean, you're always the one who's got a. Like know. we said, only a handful of guys who don't have to do it. You I, know, Michael Jordan, Tiger I, Woods, we don't fall on that basket. If it was a, it was a few in a day and like, I might try like another time. So like, what's up? And yeah. after that, again, no. So maybe five or six tops. I don't know. And it, yeah. it's not like in succession. I'm not sending pictures of the – I'm not sending dick pics. No. I'm de- Unprovoked I'm, dick pics. But I'm not – Such a wild move. But I'm not yeah. – like, this will get her. Um, but, I'm, but I'm not sending pictures of, like, the hotel lobby or whatever. That, like, this is my dinner. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not, I'm not trying – Oh, is that what he did? I didn't even – I think there was something in there about him sending, yeah, pics of, like, I'm at the whole, I'm at this hotel in Kansas City or whatever the fuck he's doing. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> that's I was, the part I kind of like. Were they ever friendly at all? Like, was there ever a flirtation with them? Was there ever like I need some more background? Yeah, even to like why profe- this guy sent sixty-two straight text messages. Even if they were friendly professionally, like had a conversation about baseball or, or whatever it was. I, I don't. I doubt it. I doubt. I don't know, man. This. You're right. You're right. It is such a fucking wild move. After 60 text messages, be like, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna whip out. I'm gonna whip this out and see what you say. Ace up my sleeve. That you know what that is? That's hail mary. That's. That's that's. that's, I mean, hell. You you need you need married to uh, come down from heaven, take Jesus off the cross. And and maybe get the devil to take a few minutes away from Tiger, and yeah. may, maybe the three of them can make something happen there. But there's no way that that can ever work in a million years. I mean, no. that, would, that would only work with the most desperate ski foos that you could imagine, and that's the last one that you want touching your dick. So I don't know why. I don't know what what kind of woman do you think this this is that you're like. This will get, and you really want to be with a chick that's going to be like, okay, I, I ignored you for six two, but that three inch pecker, that's the one that's going to fucking make me come running. Yeah, Ugh, gross. Yeah, eventually you got to throw the towel in, man. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's that's not just a hail mary. That's that's a hail mary when you're you're playing, I don't know, baseball. 
Yeah. Like, what, what are you doing? I, I also want to know, like, how drop, drop back to pass. How how far did like these text messages span? Uh, over long? the course of years. Was well, I this... think it was like in one year because he hadn't texted. It's it was five years ago, right? And he hadn't texted her in five years, so it wasn't like over the last five years. This wow. particular text was five years ago. I think it was just throughout the year or that particular year, but I'm not positive about that. Just, I don't know. All right. Yeah, well, it's a little too aggressive. But that's, we talk about the internet coming to life. That's what that is. That's the internet coming to life. Like that's your, you, that's a real person. Like I know on the internet, you talk to some stranger on the internet and it's like, oh, it's not a real person because I don't, I don't see a face. We're just typing, whatever. But if you're doing a text message to a real person, and you're like, I think I should send you a picture of my dick. You're thinking that it's somebody, you're, you're thinking it's not a real person on the other side of the thing. You think it's just some, I don't, I don't know. Like if, if, it's, if it's on the internet, it's not cool to do that. But, right. you know, I, but it's, you know, it's, uh, it's a stranger. You, you, can, you can make them less than a person because you don't believe it's a person or you don't actually have the confirmation it's a person. You could be like, oh, well, this is a real person. It's just the internet. This is a person you're texting that's professional with you, that you work with. You don't do that. That's fucking crazy. You're an insane person. He, he needs to go away and get help. Not for a sex addiction. He needs to help. To like, this is not how you talk to people. It's not how you deal with people. He needs help, man. Yeah. And, to and I, want, I, just, I wonder if anything's going to come out with, like, if there was another woman or if he's done this before. Because it's just, I mean, it's got to be, I don't know. Is it more of an ego thing or is it just, like, zero self-awareness, screw loose? Screw loose, man. How's Screw that loose. ego? How's that ego thing? Just sending a dick pic. Without out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> what if yeah, what it's so crazy. Like, what Especially if, when you are like in a you know, I don't know what exactly his role what was his status at the time? What job did he hold? And he worked in the front office, huh? he was right, so you're GM, like kinda but, in the public yeah. eye a little bit. You know, you're not Derek Jeter, but you're you're in the public eye, man. Like, yeah. What are you thinking? Well, I mean, it was just a job. I don't think that. I think it's so much that that is weird to me. It's the fact that they were like he he was he knew her on a professional level. Yeah, like they weren't coworkers, but like he wouldn't know her unless. You right. Know, well, I mean, it's it's strange, even if it was a professional. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. No. That just. It, yeah. There's no. There's nothing. There's no scenario where like, oh yeah, I could understand why he did that now, but uh, just if you just knowing that you work with this person to see this person at, at, on a professional level someplace. Like he saw her at spring training or something at a batting cage or something. And she had to like walk away. Like, isn't, oh. isn't, isn't that enough? Like to be like, Oh yeah, that's chicks on my, saw my cock. Oh yeah. This guy's a creep. And yeah. Didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's a creep. Complete creep. Yeah. Complete creep. Just have no, and no self-awareness, no idea how the world works. And his and his screws. That's another. That's another. I wish I. That's another job I could wish I could have. Like surround myself with anybody who's in the public eye at all. Like just tell them. I mean, this is an obvious. This is a layup, but like, don't send unprovoked dick pics. No. Like this could come back to hurt you, man. You might be the Mets GM one day. You probably shouldn't send dick pics that are asked for either. That feels like a trap too. Yeah, keep your dick out of pictures. Yeah, no photographs. <laughs> no photos, man. No, don't paparazzi your dick. No one need. No one needs to see that shit. In 2020, man, just don't do it. Yeah, unless you. I mean, unless you're like Borat, where like it's part of your, your part of your uh, 
shtick is showing your junk. Yeah. I guess you really, really shouldn't. There's no other way to, there's no scenario where you should be showing, pulling it out, showing him. Right. Unless it's like time to consummate, you know, whatever. Fair. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or to take a leak. I guess. Yeah. So Jared, Jared Porter, it was nice knowing you. Yeah. I didn't know him until I found out that he was doing this. <laughs> Is that his hell, name? I didn't even know if I got it right. Jared Porter? Is that I it? Was, I think it was Porter. Yeah. It's a hell of a way to yeah, show that, up on the scene, man. But that name, that the, the the name Jared, I don't know if we have any Jared listeners. I apologize, but the name Jared just kind of like says creep. It, it puts you behind the eight ball. I mean, the kid, the kid from Subway. I mean, that's really all you need to know. Yeah, is that guy still alive? Yeah, I, I looked that up actually when this news came out because I was like, oh, it's another bad day for Jareds. <laughs> but I mean, he's never coming out of jail. That guy, right? I would hope not. Well, he was like child pornography, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would hope I hope they threw away the key. I'm surprised he's still alive, actually. Me too. Yeah. That's I honestly thought he would have been whacked in jail. He's only in jail for thirteen or fifteen years. That's it. How's that possible? Earliest possible release date, July eleventh, twenty twenty nine. That's way too soon. That's way too soon. Fucking shit with children. That seems light. It's, it seems like they didn't throw the book at him like they should have. Fogel. Oh, Jared plea, Fogel. Plea deal. Yeah, there should be no plea deals when it comes to that. Yeah, not great, Jared Fogle. Piece of shit. Yeah. Yep. Not good for the uh, Jared brand. Man, oh, man. Reading his rap sheet? Uh, no, he's in a couple movies. He's reading his uh, filmography. He's got Jared Fogle's filmography. It was just at the bottom of the Wikipedia page. Sorry. <laughs> no, I apologize. I'm kind of interested. What was he in? Um, he was in two episodes of SNL, which is crazy. He was in two. He was in Super Size Me. Oh, I saw that. He was in Jack and Jill. He was probably in Super Size Me. I don't know if he was actually in Super Size Me or just like his commercials. Yeah. Did you watch that, Super Size yeah. Me? That was the guy yeah. with McDonald's, right? Yeah, it's gross, yeah. Really Gained gross. like 20 pounds in a month or whatever. Heart rate went shot, skyrocketed. Yeah, not great. He was like puking day two. It was three meals a day, McDonald's, right? Yep. Oh, that's just... And he had to eat everything on the menu at least once. That's actually something I have to, like, how much money would it take for you to do that? Because that's, that's fucking... You're, I mean, you're, you're putting your health at risk, man. That's pretty bad. Yeah, well, I mean, his way he did it, he was seeing doctors, like, every week or so. So, always checking in. Still, no, I mean, you're going you're gonna to put on some LBs doing that. He did a second one, didn't he? Uh, did he? I thought there was a different one. I forget exactly what it was. I know I the guy who did the weed one. That was a comedian, uh, Doug Benson. He smoked he, weed like 30 days straight. <laughs> that, one, that one I could do. It's a tough job. Yeah, it's a tough job. If somebody has to do it. Yeah. Uh, Super Size Me 2, Holy Chicken. 
So uh, Spurlock discovers that the big chicken industry has made it hard to purchase live chickens to raise on a chicken farm. He learns that the five major chicken producers are Tyson, Pilgrims, Sanderson, Koch, and Purdue. Purdue, there it is. Spurlock discusses and that Spurlock discusses the National Chicken Council with a farmer. Near the end of the movie, he opens his own chicken sandwich restaurant in Columbus, Ohio. He labels his restaurant Holy Chicken. All right. We so talked about this now. probably like two weeks ago, but have you had Chick-fil-A? I have I've had it once, yeah. Is it as good as people say? No, of course not. No, it's, I, I didn't think so. I thought it was okay. People like really like Chick-fil-A a lot. The lines are insane. I know. I would try I would I would, see I would factor into my grade, but I would try and put that I'd have to try and put that, you know, to the side and judge it for what it is. No, drop yeah, a letter grade. Me. The wait drop you got two they got two drive throughs. There's always a fucking line. It's an automatic I'm dropping an entire letter grade for that. It's supposed to be fucking fast food. What is it? A chi- what's on the chicken sandwich? Pickles, mayo, like what? Yeah, pickles. I don't know what else. Uh, I'll go Wendy's. When I need a chicken sandwich. I'll go to Wendy's. Um, what do you call it? Sonic has it now too. I'll try that one. They have a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Yep. Just to round out Jared's filmography, after uh, Super Size Me, he's in Jack and Jill. He was in. Is he, by the way, he's he's himself in all these movies and TV shows. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was. You know. He was in uh, Jack and Jill, was the Adam Sandler movie, where he played him. He played Jack and Jill. Al Pacino makes an appearance. Yep. Uh, he was in an episode of Community. He was in Sharknado 2 and 3. <laughs> and then uh, in, a, in a 2015 episode of Dr. Phil, uh, I don't, I, I'm assuming he wasn't in this, but I assume he was the topic. Definitely As, playing himself. The title of he played himself all right. Yeah, the title of the episode was "Subway Sandwich King to Child Sex Scandal." Jared Fogle's secret audio tapes. So I'm sure that's just. I mean, just Doctor Phil. He's on the list of guys I might want to punch in the face. Yeah, I don't like Doctor Phil very much. All right, championship week is upon us. We have probably the four best teams in football. Tampa might be the question mark here, but uh, I think we're happy with uh, the draw we got. Tampa, Green Bay, Buffalo, Kansas City. Do you have both three-point favorites on yours? Uh, right both now? three. Yeah, both three. We uh, don't know the status of Pat Mahomes at this point. Well, he's practicing, so I mean, he's playing. He's limit. Yeah, but they're going to hold. They're not going to tell you until. Nah, um, Saturday probably come out Saturday night. Yeah, the last possible. Actually, I have, I have actually early Super Bowl lines in front of me, too. Oh, okay. All right. Let's, Far let's, too early. Let's get through these, and we'll go to Super Bowl lines. We'll talk about that. Uh, hey, you take it away. You, you, could, you could start off here. All right. I, I struggle with the first game, man. I think everyone knows where I'm going with the second game. First game, you know – I hate this spread. 
I hate, I just hate everything about it. I feel like it should be a couple points higher. For me, I, should, I figured it would be Vegas zoned like four and a half in between, you know, seven and three, somewhere in there. Yep. Um, so I was thinking all week, like, all right, Vegas likes Tampa. They're telling you Tampa's a live dog. What is the blueprint to the Bucks winning on Sunday? So I got thinking about all four units on the field, right? Both defenses, both offenses. What's the most important unit? Tampa's D, I think, is the key of all the units that are going to be out there. If Tampa's D plays the way they did last week, and I mean, that's a big if they were playing noodle arm Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Tampa's D, I think, has to create one, at least one, probably two turnovers, like win the turnover battle two zip have a chance in this game. I just feel like the way Rodgers is playing and the way the Packers are playing, it's going to be tough. Um, and then the other way, the other part of the blueprint is Tampa has to run the ball, which, you know, the Rams were able to do. Akers was able to run the ball. Uh, so there is, there is a possibility where Fournette and Ronald Jones could have themselves a game, you know, running the ball. Keep Rodgers off the field. That's your best defense, you know. Mm-hmm. Forget, you know forget about creating the turnover. Just keeping Rodgers on the sideline is what you could do. Um, I don't know. I, I actually have a hot take about this game. If the Packers lose this game, mm-hmm. I think this is the worst loss of Rodgers' career. Wow. Hear me out now. He's got, he, had the, he had the loss against the Giants in 2011, which was bad. They were 15-1 and one that year. That was what they were shooing to repeat. That wasn't great, and he wasn't great in that game. Mm-hmm. And they also had the championship loss to Seattle a few years back, the one where they were like the miracle onside kick. But I put that more on McCarthy. I mean, that was a terrible loss because they should have won that game. Yep. But, I, you know, the reason I think that this would be the worst losses, like I, I went back and was looking at some games from the, uh, the 90s, right, like the Favre Packers in the 90s. And, you know, uh, Tampa Bay came in to play them DPW in 97, and the spread was 13. Mm-hmm. The year before that, they played Carolina in a title game. That was uh, – who's on that team for Carolina? I'm drawing a blank. Remember they beat the Cowboys the week before? Uh, I'm fucking drawing a Kerry Con- – oh, Kerry Collins was the quarterback of that team. What, what year was that? 96. Okay. It was yeah. the year they went to the Super Bowl and won. Mm-hmm. You know, they were 12-point favorites in that game, you know, both cold-weather games. I feel like and, – and I just feel like if Rodgers – you know, I mean, you, you look back at the Green Bay Packers, right, you know, with Favre in the 90s, going back all the way back to, you know, Bart Starr, Lombardi. What do you think of Frozen Tundra, you know, Lambeau Field, Ice Bowl, fourth and goal quarterback sneak from Starr against the Cowboys? Yeah. If this Packers team – and I'm putting it all on Rodgers because this is – that's how it is, man. You gotta, you're the MVP of the league this year. You're one of the all-time greats, man. You could argue that he's one of the five best to ever do it, right up there with Montana Brady. He's – you know, before you know, under those guys, he they might be top five. Yep. If and forget about losing to Tom Brady, okay? Because we know Brady's the best. If you let those orange creamsicle Buccaneers <laughs> uniforms come into Lambeau and win on a twenty-five degree day where it might be snowing, not only is Lambeau dead, but I just feel like Rodgers will never be on that par. I mean, he's always going to be on the level of great quarterbacks, but I just feel like. This would be a huge hit to his legacy. Huge. It would be, yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's my hot take. I just think that this would be the worst loss 
of his career. I, I don't know. It would just be hard to recover from, man, losing to this team. And with that said, I'm taking Green Bay. Because I just – it feels like a sucker bet. It feels like Seattle minus three against the Rams in wildcard weekend. And it feels like I'm, I'm missing something here because I think Green Bay is the better team. And I just think – I don't know. You're, I think Tampa's going to be asking a lot out of their defense. Like, I just saw Antonio Brown might not play now. I just uh, – I'm trusting my eyes. I remember, like, I just referenced those two games, the, the, uh, when they played Tampa in the 90s and Carolina, mm-hmm. and those big spreads. And that's mm-hmm. before, like, offenses were able to do whatever they wanted. Yeah. Like, if you just went into those games and you just – okay, Green Bay's home, Lambeau, playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Carolina Panthers, they win. I'm trusting my eyes in this game. It's like I'm just I, – I have to take Green Bay. I'm going – I'm reverting back to – I tried to fade my brain last week. It didn't work. Wild card weekend, I took – I went with my gut and just took better quarterbacks. That didn't work. Now I'm going back to wild card weekend approach, trusting my eyes, trusting the better team, better quarterback, home, Lambeau, Packers minus three. All right, we're starting off. We're going the opposite way. I'm going with I'm, talk I'm, yourself I'm, into Tampa. I'm taking Tampa here. Um, I we've seen Rodgers in these spots before. We've seen we've seen him lose before. We've seen them time and again get a lead, let teams back in it. Uh, I think it's, I think I, I think Green Bay could win it. I just think it's it's going to be tight. I I don't think it's going to be. Uh, no, no team is going to pull away from from either team. But we did see last week Jared Goff going down the field a couple times uh, with ease against this Green Bay defense. Uh, I mean, let's let's substitute Goff for Brady there, and you're gonna you'll see success. It's just it 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 just seems like it seems like the path. We're we're all destined to be miserable watching Brady in the Super Bowl. Like, there's nobody that's gonna be happy when Brady gets to another Super Bowl because the Patriots fans will be miserable because. First year, first year he's gone. He takes his new team. He takes his new team all the way to the promised land, and he's getting a fucking home game out of it to boot. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, all the all the fans, all the fans who've been rooting against him with the Patriots for all these years are being miserable because they're like, oh, finally he's going to fucking Buccaneers. Um, and I just feel like he's going he's going through uh, the 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 uh, NFC and is knocking off the names. He has, he's got to knock off right. He, he got he got through Breeze. Is he got through Rogers, or he's gonna he's gonna give it a run? And I just, you know three. I'm not I'm not looking for Tampa to to lose by two here. Um, I know that's in play, but I just I, I'm not ready. I just the 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 storyline seems like it's Tampa. I know Green Bay is set up perfectly here, but you mentioned the orange creamsicle cocksuckers. This is not this is not orange creamsicle cocksucker team. I mean Brady's played in the Northeast his entire career. He knows how to win in, in shitty weather and cold weather. He's, he, knows, he knows how to do it. Um, Rodgers, to be considered with these names, he's got to win this game. He's got to go in Pass there. To. He's got to win it. Uh, he, you, you, you said it, man. Like he, he's close to that top tier. He is, but he's not in that top tier. He's got one Super Bowl, and that's it. And these guys, all, all the guys you mentioned, have multiple Super Bowls. Even he's, Peyton. Even Peyton has multiple, yeah. So he's got – He's got to beat him, and that's a big barrel of a gun to be staring down. He's staring down probably the greatest and the greatest postseason quarterback maybe of all time, and um, that's a tall order for the guy. 
So it's going to be – talk about being tight. They they might – he might be a little bit tight if they get down a little bit or – even they get up, they don't hold on to leads, man. They don't get up. Tampa's going to be – Tampa could be down a couple touchdowns and still be well within their reach of this game. So yeah, I'm going against you, Tampa, uh, plus three. I'm still sticking with – you. that uniform no. can't be – I'm not saying it can't happen, but I'm just saying if you're Green Bay, you can't let that uniform come into your house. Yeah, they need right. they need like Rogers should be playing that up. Like we're only three point favorites, he should be playing that up. They need yeah. like they need Lafleur needs to give like a uh, what do you call it from Rudy? What's the coach's pep, name? Pep talk. Nobody comes nobody into comes our into house. our house. Pushes us, Dan Devine. Dan Devine, yes. <laughs> they need to give a Dan Devine. He's yeah. just play that speech because he's not going to be as good of a speech. Just play that speech. Yeah. Play good. it. Uh, game two, Buffalo's in Kansas City. We don't uh, – we assume Mahomes will be playing. Kansas City's a three-point favorite. Um, I am uh, – well, it's a tough line. I thought KC would be a little, little more favored. I, I, they should be maybe, but I think – I think both these games are just you get to pick the team you want you, you think has the best chance of winning. Yeah, just pick the winner. Uh, I'm actually not doing that, <laughs> although I think both teams have a good shot to win here. I just I've made the mistake time and time and time again of picking Kansas City to cover, and they have not. I'm not making that mistake this week. I'm going with Buffalo. It's a small line. I love Buffalo though. They are they're a fun team to watch. Josh Allen is maybe the peak of his career right now. We'll see. I mean, to to repeat this next year would be near impossible. This is his time to shine. They seem like a loose team. They seem like they're a fun team, uh, which I said that twice already. But uh, fuck you. you. You're repeating yourself, so just fucking get on with it. Um, <laughs> uh, and Kansas City, they just don't, they don't fucking cover. They don't fucking cover. I'm not making that fucking mistake. Give me Buffalo plus three here. I'm taking both underdogs. I'm surprised. You're like you're you hedged a little bit. How's that? You went you went against your preseason pick and you hedged. Oh well, you know I I got to think real time here. This is yeah, it's hedging because I'm right. I'll be right sometime. I'll be right somehow. Right, <laughs> Mike. Mike. Mad if, dog killed if, Peter King for this years ago. And if Buffalo, but wait a second, Buffalo could still cover. And Kansas City could still go. So I could I, I'd be the ultimate trying to thread the needle. That's it. Yeah, that that is it. Yeah, I'm. I got to show my accuracy right here. So yeah, I could I could still win both ways. I'm just. I told you. I just. Kansas City is not covered. I'm not hedging. I didn't say Buffalo's winning outright. So you got KC twenty six twenty four. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I am not hedging. I'm going all in, Jim Fossil style, pushing my chips into the middle <laughs> middle of the table. Yep. I'm taking the Bills plus three money line. Everything. There's no reason to hop off now. Um, I wish I was getting a few extra points in this game. I do admit that. I mean, Mahomes is playing. I mean, how healthy is he going to be? I don't know. The foot could be a nagging little thing. The concussion, who knows? Uh, I just feel like if there's one team that could go up and down the field and win a track meet with Kansas City, the Bills can do it. If there's a team that can get into a defensive struggle, ugly win, the Bills can do it. And uh, I don't know. I just feel like is I is Bills Mafia gonna invade Kansas City? I feel like they have to. 
Is that is that the story? Is that the? I mean, the, I think the they have to, there's going to be some Bills fans in the building, though. Like, I I I went on StubHub early in the uh, early in the week, and it was like crazy amount for for prices. But I mean, they've had you know almost thirty years to save up for this ticket. <laughs> I, I don't see why I don't see why there wouldn't be Bills fans at least just invade the city of Kansas City. Uh, I don't know. I, I just I just feel like uh, it it feels like. Uh, Feel like it feels like the Bills can win this game. If you know, once they took care of Pittsburgh on that Sunday night, it felt like this was the only team that could beat Kansas City. I just feel like everything could be uh, falling into place. So Bills plus three and money line. All right. So I got Bills go. Packers. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Preseason pick going all the way. Nicely done. All right. Yeah. So you got some uh, two early Super Bowl lines for us. Yeah, I mean, this was on Monday, and I don't really agree with these lines, but um, okay, let's see. Uh, let's, let's see, Green Bay, Kansas City, the two favorites. Yeah, the chalk. They have that's like KC three. laying that's a like point. Three. That's one. Okay. Uh, that three. one. I mean, that one's what. See, I I would assume Seabass still rooting for that, assuming Mahomes is healthy. Yeah. Yeah, Rodgers, Mahomes. I, I mean, as a as a as a Super Bowl nerd, you know, you have the rematch of Super Bowl one. That would be a cool storyline. Um, what's the other one? Let's see. Let's oh, Green Bay, Buffalo. Yep. Uh, I'd say Green Bay three and a half. Green Bay three. Okay. This one actually probably has the least appealing, the least appealing storyline. To me, it's like two separate stories. You have Rogers' legacy versus the Bills trying to finally, you know, get over the hump. Yeah, and I see. I still feel like all the pressure would be on Green Bay, even though Buffalo hasn't won yet. I mean, it's still all the pressure's on Green Bay of these Final Four. It's just like they have to win. It's Rogers, you know. Uh, Rogers, uh, all right, Rogers, Rogers at the end, you know. Uh, he is. He's thirty. What seven? I mean, he's not. You know, Mahomes up there. Mahomes and Allen just getting started. So. Right, and Mahomes just won last year. So, KC yep. um, Tampa. Uh, Kansas City by six. No, three. That's fucking stupid. I feel like that would go up too, if yeah. uh, especially if like KC lays a beat down this week. Yeah, I mean that one's easy. Brady, Mahomes, old goat, new goat. That's you'll hear all that all week. Yep, passing the guard. Yep, and I would yep. I would root for Mahomes to throw like eight touchdowns in that game and just oh, slaughter yeah. Brady. Yeah, and what there's at some point we're gonna hate Mahomes. Let's enjoy it. let's enjoy his greatness while uh, we don't. Oh know. yeah, I mean there's are there's already little things I see that you know could annoy you here and there. Um, yeah, they keep winning. That's the number one thing. <laughs> well, yeah, that is. Yeah, they just, they're just like fucking cheat code. Yeah, and then uh, Buffalo Tampa. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Buffalo would be the better team, but Tampa would be home. All right. Take that consider. Tampa by two and a half. Tampa one and a half. All right. Yeah, two. This storyline is wild. You know Brady's career record against the Bills. <laughs> um, we talk about Rodgers like, versus the Bears, man. This is it's like thirty and six or something like that. Thirty-two and three. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. 
So you have that, like the Bills finally get rid of Brady's out of the AFC East. They win the division. They come out of the AFC, and they got to beat Brady in the Super Bowl. I'm just pr- terrorized them for, what, 17, 18 years? I'm just probably got the total amount of games within a game there, to be honest with you. Sorry to toot my own horn for a second. 30 and – no, you're so, off one. Yeah, I got it within one game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a, that's a wild stat. I doubled his losses, though. <laughs> it's a wild stat. All right. Yeah. So I think I think Green Bay KC is still probably the best. Uh, I I think I think CBS I think CBS would sign for. I think they'd sign for the Chiefs. As as appealing as the Bills are, I think they want the Chiefs there. And then, and then they would then they would take Green Bay or Tampa, even though they prefer Green Bay. You think the Bills are the least interesting of the four, for like a media execs or whatever? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Bills have appeal because of the four straight Super Bowls and Bills Mafia and all that. I just, uh, I don't know. The Tampa's only appeal is Brady. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? That's why I think Green Bay KC. They're still rooting for that. Yeah. And me, I'm I'm under the I'm with the impression right now. I'm I just want, just give me Green Bay, and I'll take either AFC team. Yeah, just Tampa's the only team I don't want to see go any further. You give me Green Bay when Green Bay wins that first game at three o five. I could live with KC or Buffalo going. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's no there's no we're against besides Tampa, and that's for personal reasons. It's a legacy game for Rodgers. Legacy. It really is. Yeah, it, can't is be, it, it can't be. Listen, you beat Jared Goff last week, and we said it on the show. You get no credit for that. Yeah. It's not fair. You, you, you're only going to get points against you if you lost it. Instead, you took care of business. This is a legacy game, man. You're playing Brady. You're playing the Tampa Bay Bucks. 43-year-old Brady. What was, it, what was his last year? It was an NFC Championship game. Last year. Oh, he was last year. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is his first one at home. Yeah, first one at home, yeah. And his first – well, it's not his first one favorite because he was favored against uh, the Bears that year. They won. What was his last one before last year? The Falcons. They got smoked. Oh, that was, that was pretty recent, so they, they do get back. Yeah, 26 – yeah, oh, yeah. They're, yeah, they're a constant. It's just uh, – it's been ten. It's, it's been ten. Yeah, it's been ten years since he's been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, legacy, is, man. Yeah, you're not. I mean, if he doesn't get that second ring, man, you can't can't put him ahead of Manning. I mean, they. You would. It's hard probably for, better it's, in a big game than Manning, but still, I mean, you gotta. Uh, I don't know. That's a toss up. I don't know who I trust in a in a in a big game. Him or Manning? I think I still take Manning. I think I take Rogers in a big game. I think Manning at home in a big game. In in yeah yeah you're taking Rogers on the road. <laughs> yeah. <You're> de- <laughs> in the elements, you're taking. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> I think that went through a little bit. Yeah. I was actually I was actually thinking about like best quarterbacks we've seen in our lifetime, like start to finish, right? So, like, Marino doesn't count, L.A., Montana. I, I didn't see those guys at the beginning, like the first right. half of their careers. 
guys dra- guys draft in the nineties. You're, you're looking at. Yeah, like starting with Favre. Like Favre counts. Okay, so Favre was what ninety one, something like that. Yeah, like Favre's first year is ninety three, probably like starting full time, which is when I started really. Okay. Watching. Yep. Oh, so I mean, man. Brady has to be one. And then I think it'd be debating between Manning and Rodgers for 2-3. Oh, jeez. Heck, who – yeah. Who else would be even in the conversation? Uh, Favre, Favre's in the Favre. conversation. Favre's in the conversation. Manning. Uh, yeah, it's, to, I'm – I mean, it's close. I, I got to put Rodgers ahead of Favre. It's it's really tough because Brady dominated the last the second, twenty years. Yeah, Favre needs the second one though to like solidify it over Favre. Yeah, yeah. So, and and Mahomes is like Mahomes is on that list after this year. Yeah, I can't. I know I can't. To me, it's like even Russell Wilson. I feel like it's too early. There's so much more to be written with those guys. I feel like Rodgers is close. He's far enough along where you kind of know. What he is. Yeah, if you see like a second act out of Russell and they win another one, yeah. Yeah, Rodgers, you know, man, like this is it for Rod. Like, th- yeah. not that this is it, like he can't win another one, but like this is this is his moment right here. This is I, his year. I don't I don't even think it's a comment. I think I think Manning's I think Manning over Rodgers. Manning over Rodgers. For two, yeah. I really I, I don't think it's that much I don't if he if he wins this weekend and wins and in two weeks that we could talk, but I mean, I don't really, that's that, that Super Bowl, his Manning second Super Bowl is not a Manning Super Bowl. No. And that, again, it counts, or he gets the ring out of it. It counts. It counts, yeah. But when I'm talking about it, I mean, this would be a Roger Super Bowl. This wasn't, he didn't ride his defense to. So does, so does Rogers have a chance to surpass him if he just goes off these next couple weeks and. But, yeah, possibility, yeah. I, I rethink. I rethink it. But oh, I think right now yeah. Manning has the Manning has the two. He has the the one was was really his. And uh, I mean, I just I don't know. Because I will I mean, say this I mean, about Manning. Manning. I'll regurgitate a Francesa line that I thousand percent agree with. Okay. Manning is the best like week in and week out regular season quarterback he's ever seen, and I would have to agree with that. He yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, Arizona State just went the buzzer. A little tip drill. <laughs> oh, Arizona on the road. Wow. <laughs> on the road. Um, what was this? Oh, yeah. Peyton Manning, best week in and week out regular season quarterback. I mean, there yeah. was weeks where he was just like automatic four or five touchdowns every week. Yeah. If he was on your fantasy team, it was just like automatic. He was, the guy would just – he was awesome. Yep. Um. So in that sense, that that's why Manning is probably ahead of Rodgers right now. But the second the second Super Bowl could change things a little bit. Yeah, it's so tough to put anybody in a conversation because it's just been Brady and then the the few random ones who've, who've won, like Eli. But Eli's not no anywhere, anywhere not. near this. He's not anywhere near this conversation. No, if if there's a guy who would be. Like and he wouldn't be with Rodgers and them, but it'd be Roethlisberger, like maybe fifth after Favre. Yeah, yeah. I think Roethlisberger's the guy. Cause I'm, I'm sorry, like I know we pile on Drew Brees, but Roethlisberger's ahead of Brees in my mind. Yeah, fine, taking yeah. Roethlisberger in a big game, I'm taking him every which way. Yep. So yeah, I think I those would be the five guys, five guys: Roethlisberger, Favre, yeah. Manning, Rodgers, Brady. 
And everybody else on the outside. Breeze is on the outside looking in, probably like six. All right. There you go. All right. It got me thinking just because they were I, – I saw some – I don't know who it was. It was Barstool or someone they were debating. Uh, they were talking about Roethlisberger, Rivers, and Eli because they were just retired. Lists. I was talking about lists. Well, they were doing – yeah, they were doing the one, two, three for those guys. <laughs> um, and that's what got me thinking, like, who are the best ones that we've seen only that we've seen, like, start to finish? Because those are three guys. Those are, like, three guys that we've seen start to finish. Well, I remember what, when they were drafted, you know? What quarterback – in our lifetime, would you want to punch in the face the most besides Brady? Besides Brady, yeah, because you know it's like he's the he's the goat when it comes to me wanting to punch you in the face. The goat. Oh man, what quarterback? That's a good. That's because it's is, been Brady are, for so long. These are my lists. Yeah, this is the list I want to talk about. What quarterback? Oh, Tim Tebow. Yeah, I think you're punching Jesus in the face, though. No. Nope. The man of God. <laughs> no, nah, nah, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. As I did, it's all fugazi to me. You said quarterback, um, right? Yeah, sorry, not, not <laughs> left fielder. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. I've hated so many quarterbacks, I'm sure. <laughs> I have to think about guys that were on my team. He used to be – five years ago, I might say Romo, but his TV work has put him back in my good graces. At least not good graces, just not my hated graces. Yeah, Romo, he could be annoying, but, yeah, he's all right. Well, no. Matt Hasselbeck. <laughs> yes. He's a, Matt and Tim. Tim, Either. Yeah, I might want to punch Tim more. Either Hasselbeck, I have no problem. <laughs> Tim, yeah, Tim Hasselbeck has a punchable face. All right, well, that's our homework. Is think about Trent Frank. Dilfer. Oh, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, that's another one. It's personal for me. Oh, because of the Super Bowl, yeah. yeah. How about this? Who's the, the, the Dolphin? Here's your favorite team. What's, who's a Dolphin you want to punch in the face the most? Dolphin, I want to punch in the face. There's a few quarterbacks, probably. Um, ah, it's tough because I mean, there's so many Dolphin teams that were so bad that there's really not guys that you, you really necessarily hated. <laughs> um, you were suffering together. Exactly. It was like <laughs> it wasn't like we were a step away and somebody blew it. I mean, Gase is their job. Can I pick a coach? Yeah. Joe Philbin. Okay. All right. Joe Philbin is, uh, I feel bad. I feel bad because I think he lost his kid when he was uh, our coach. But I just, the reason I hate Joe, I really hate the the hire because he was Rogers OC. Okay. Like, uh, of course, Joe, like, look at Rogers. He hasn't missed a step. Done just fine without Joe Philbin. Like, that was the dumbest hire in the world. So, uh, yeah, Joe, I hated Joe Philbin. All right. Dead, dead man walking. Dare in a headlights, Philbin. I'll say Jason Seahorn. Okay. For the Giants. Oh, yeah. I would punch Jason Seahorn. That's a good one. I did not like Jason Seahorn. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it. I think for Sunday Poor, let's wrap it up. 
uh, more punchable faces next time. As always, we, it's not Sunday poor without griping about people we hate. So we'll get more into that next week with our uh, – uh, we'll be here Sunday night talking about these championship games. Thanks, as always, for listening. Hey, you got anything you want to say? Yeah, just thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you Sunday night. Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl will be uh, set in stone. All right. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you. Okay. Would, would you ever do something like this? And this is, I guess it's partially maybe making plans. Um, but you can rent out the movie theater in North Haven. Really? And they have, they have current movies and they have, the older movies are good, but I don't know if I'd do it. Um, but they have, they have older movies and new movies. The older movies, it's 10, maximum 10 people and it's a hundred bucks. hundred bucks total? hundred bucks total, yeah. Ten, admit maximum 10 people. The yeah. most it could be is 10. Yeah. Could it be like two people? For hundred bucks, yeah. If you paid hundred bucks, yeah. Okay, okay. Would you get? Would you do a group? If the right movie was there. Would you do a group? I mean, you see the whole place yourself and sit wherever the fuck you want. Probably, yeah. I mean, that's ten bucks. Like, if you yeah. get ten people, it's amazing. Yeah. What? Uh, so you could do a new movies or. Yeah, they had a, they had a list of old movies that that they uh, offer. Yeah, Could you do like the Sopranos movie when it comes out, or is that? Uh, who knows? They still they still offer it, and so this doesn't come out till September. So, oh, that's right. It got pushed back. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, oh, cool. Uh, I mean, not my Seems thing. Cheap. So yeah, so they have Cinemark, and they have private watch party. They also have a private gaming party, which. And probably not, they probably don't have games that I like, but if I could go and play Techno Super Bowl on a big screen, that'd be awesome. Let me see. 99 hours for two hours on the big screen. Bring your own, oh, bring your own console and game. Up to Can I hook up a Sega? I, yeah, I don't know if, if they have the. Uh, Is this like a creative way for them to make money because they're, yeah. they're getting crushed? Yeah. As long as this you're so. not a bad idea. No, really not a bad idea. All right, so, so the private watch party is up to 20 people, not 10 people. Um, 20 people, okay. Okay. Okay, so like tomorrow, oh, they, they do this in North Haven and in Milford. There's a bunch of, okay, Manchester also. Uh, let me see. This is Milford. Okay, so it looks like it's the same movies. Um, the new movies include Wonder Woman. The crew. Oh, the newer movies are 150. Okay. Uh, so these are the new movies: Wonder Woman, News of the World, and a couple other that I don't know. Um, Ninety-nine dollar jobs. Anchorman, Bad Boys, Ferris Bueller. Get Out, Groundhog Day. I'm skipping over something there. Jurassic World, Moonstruck, 
Medea goes to jail. School of Rock. Shazam. Sing. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And a bunch of other ones. Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know if I'm doing Fifty Shades of Grey. Let's get our ten best friends together and go see Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, no. Wrong theater. I think Anchorman is the one that comes closest being like, this would be a good idea to go see in a theater. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was never a huge Anchorman guy. What? It's good. Wow. We were just talking uh, talking about lists. We were just talking about like the. Uh, you think it's an all-time comedy Anchorman? The like yeah. current batch. Yeah, that's what I said. That's exactly what we're talking about. I like this. I, I like my friends. We weren't doing the whole. They weren't doing the. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The um, Mount Rushmore. Which is which is four. We were doing the Holy Trinity. Which narrows down. You got to cut one out. Of current comedies, like of your our generation. Yeah, we're. I think the it was like ninety five to oh five was the cutoff. Oh, so ten year ten year window. Yeah, and the three were Anchorman, Old School, and Dumb and Dumber. Shit, what was the third they, one? We fucked up if Dumb and Dumber wasn't on there. Dumb and Dumber was mentioned. I don't remember. I don't remember if it was. I don't know if we ever set the three, but uh, Dumb and Dumber was mentioned. Um, Hangover was mentioned. Uh, Austin. I mean, Powers. old school has to be on. The old school and Dumb and Dumber have to be on there. Yeah. I don't know about a third. Oh, Tommy Boy was mentioned. <sighs> I play it's yeah. I think that was a three. I I don't think I think Dumb and Dumber was ninety four, not ninety five. Uh-huh. And uh, but yeah, that was a three. It was Tommy Boy, Anchorman, and Old School. That was the big. That was our Holy Trinity. Okay, I yeah, I wouldn't Anchorman. have I wouldn't have Anchorman in there. Hmm. Not not below for me. Hmm. What was your if if. Dumb and Dumber's cut out, then. What's, uh, I mean, I know I was putting you on the spot here, but. So, I have a 10 year window of comedies? Yeah, it probably extends. I don't know, because you're same era, but different era. You know, I don't know what the story is. But that was, I mean, old school's definitely got to go on there. Yeah, old school's, I think, a no brainer. See, I would put something automatic. like I would put like American Pie over Anchorman. Oh, you know, I don't think we even mentioned American Pie. It gets overlooked a little bit. It's almost you take it for granted. It's so good because you got sequels that are awesome. It doesn't really stand alone necessarily. Because I, I would argue American Pie Two sequel might be even better. Uh, I don't know if the sequel is better. Also, I'll give you another one. It's another Fairly Brothers movie, but Kingpin. Kingpin's great. Yeah, I watch Kingpin little... all the time. Yeah, I might Kingpin's overrate phenomenal. Kingpin. I might be an irrational Kingpin fan, but Kingpin. I mean, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, we mentioned the we mentioned we we had a whole Happy Gilmore Billy Madison debate. Oh, really? Not debate. I would go Happy yeah. Gilmore, but I wouldn't like. I wouldn't, uh, you know, slander yeah. Billy Madison. It's just I, like personal preference. I think I started out as Billy Madison, but. Carl Weathers tipped the scales for me. I went, I went to Gilmore. Of course, man. Chubbs Peterson. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. Yeah. Three's tough. 
Yeah, I like that. So you didn't play. They cut you cut out some bullshit. You gotta you gotta make some tough decisions. From now on, I want to get rid of uh, Mount Rushmore of things and start doing the Holy Trinity of things. I'll give you another one. It's another Fairly Brothers, but something about Mary. That was mentioned. Yeah, that was one of the first ones mentioned. Yeah, classic. Oh yeah, phenomenal. I get phenomenal. Like we're talking about like Austin Powers. It's tough for me to not think. Like it's, but it's top three. It's tough. Like it's a phenomenal. <laughs> it movie. gets overlooked, man. Austin it's a Powers. Great, it's a great to take for granted. It's a great movie. Another Mike Myers one. Wayne's World. That's another one. Wayne's World, phenomenal. That might be a little early though. Yeah. Yep. There's some. Yeah, it's it's a tough it's a tough conversation, but uh. Yeah, it's hard to. That, and then there's you're like gonna, you're gonna leave a lot of good movies out. And then there's like Lebowski, which is a comedy, but it's not. It's more. It's you know, it's not really a comedy. It's not like a laugh. It's know. a little bit. It's not a traditional. It's not a comedy in the traditional sense. You know, yeah. that Caddyshack is a comedy. Right, 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 right. It's a yeah. lot different. Yeah. Yep. Do you guys cut off uh, like Superbad as not your generation? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Superbad's a little bit. A little bad. It's like oh seven, oh eight. Yeah. Yeah, my, one of my friends is saying that there hasn't been a good comedy in like a decade, and I don't know what's been. I don't know what's been funny. Oh, really uh, did you see? Uh, did you see the movie Good Boys? Is that the is that the name of it? No, no. The Jared Jared Fogel's favorite movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's about like these three middle school kids, and it's. Uh, I think Seth oh. Rogen was a producer on it. Okay. It's you just gotta watch. It's pretty funny. All right. Bring it brings you back to like middle school humor. A I little like bit that. and like how you like you thought you knew shit but you didn't, just the way that they talk. Yeah. And obviously it's like, you know, crude humor and shit, so it's uh I I, I, I thought it was funny. H it's on HBO, I'm sure. Cinemax, one of those channels. What is the best Seth Rogen movie that's not super bad? Pineapple Express? I'm nope, not a fan of that movie. No? Nope. Where where did it where did it lose you? I don't know. Just, I I don't remember liking it, that's all. I never went back to it. I just don't remember liking it. Yeah, I only saw it like once or twice. I I, I was more indifferent on it. Forty year old virgin. That might. That's probably is. Yeah, it's more of a Carell movie though. Yeah. No, no, it is. But I, he was in it. Oh, that, just that he was in. Oh, knocked up was pretty funny. Oh, knocked up was yeah. yeah. That might be. Uh, that might be. That might be his best movie. Yeah. Him personally. All right. I think that's it. I mean, I'll uh, get this shit out tonight. And uh, we'll be back here on Sunday. All right. I'll talk to you you later. Peace. Peace.